Hour News. As it happens, when it happens, wherever it happens. Local, regional, and global. Only on Q95, the big station. Q95DA.com. Right on Q. This is the Midday News for Thursday, September 8th in the headlines. Pastor Rodney opines that the police chief must look into the behavior permeating his organization in light of reports that an officer assaulted and obstructed another officer executing a warrant to search his property. A 58-year-old American woman from the Lake Erie area of Pennsylvania was killed in a shark attack while snorkeling with a family of five in the waters northwest of Rose Island in the Bahamas Tuesday afternoon. And record intense heat in California is putting a strain on the state's power grid, fueling nine major wildfires across the state and forcing residents to conserve electricity in order to prevent rolling blackouts. The news is brought to you compliments, Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. Start fresh with the cash you need with a loan of up to $20,000 from Quartz Ready Cash and get a reduced interest rate with your salary deduction. Plus, pay nothing down for 60 days. Enjoy same-day approval, flexible repayment terms, and hassle-free service. Start fresh with the cash you need today. It's easy to apply and no deposit is required. Visit your nearest Quartz or Quartz Ready Cash location or apply online at www.readyfinancecaribbean.com. Ask about our payment protection plan. Contact us today to start fresh with the cash you need. Quartz Ready Cash. We are ready where you are. Terms and conditions apply. Let's reunite from October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Creole Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Creole Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. Pastor Randy Rodney says he has come to the conclusion that the police commissioner needs to look into the inappropriate behavior that is permeating his organization in light of reports that a Dominican police officer assaulted and obstructed another officer on duty with a warrant to search his property. Pastor Rodney contends that if a warrant was used to search the homeowner's property and no evidence was discovered, a moral police officer would not assault another police officer and should be more understanding of what happened. If that is as is, then the police commissioner need to look into his police force, which means that, like I have alluded to before, the disciplined forces is ill-disciplined. And in that case, the ill-discipline of the police force must be dealt with. Pastor Rodney elaborated on his theory regarding the altercation, underlining what he has observed and heard in relation to the officers that are currently in the police service. He opines that individuals in power occasionally assign police officers to carry out their mission, not done in a proper manner, but in a manner that they want it to be done. The first aspect is that the police commission need to look into his police force for the ill-discipline set. The second is that I do not understand how a police officer whose home was searched on a warrant and the police who was searching the home found nothing, I don't know why he would just assault and obstruct a police officer. The third thing, like I said, is some of those police officers, they are a little hostile. And I, I am of the considered view that those in charge 
sometimes deploy police officers who they want to carry their objective, not in a police way, but to carry what they want to be done. Pastor Randy Rodney, peace walker and social activist Eldika John, sister of Salisbury MP Hector John, is reminding Dominican youth that the future is their inheritance and called on the younger generation to stand with and for each other. John, alongside Wednesday's peace workers, has been an example of courage, wisdom, and hope for many who are leading the charge in speaking out against the many ills in society. Speaking with Q95 this morning, John mentioned the experience of her detention yesterday, which many Dominicans considered unnecessary. She displayed a mindset of fearlessness and expressed her intention to continue working for peace since it is within her constitutional rights to walk in the city of Roseau and anywhere else for that matter. I was strong. You see, Almighty God, I tell them when you see you serve God, nothing going to break you down. Yeah? And I put everything in the hands of God, Matt. And I know my brothers and sisters, my, my blood brothers and sisters, my family and the work family, patriots of Dominic, I know they're there for me. They're there with me. They were there with me and they'll continue to be there for me. I thank them and our grand, our, the, the, most of the, um, our workers. Mm. And the, they were there, you know. I really give thanks, and this encouraged me. It really encouraged me. So I also want to encourage us not to give up. We cannot give up. That is what they're trying to do, shut us up. We cannot shut us. They cannot shut us up. We not, should not allow them to shut us up. Let us just gain strength. What happened to me is unfortunate, but let us gain strength. Let us not stop. Let us call on to the young people in particular, because this country right now, we need the young people to take it on. because. Our elderly, they are leaving. We just now go into young people. I'm calling on the young people, you know, to think, meditate, and watch what is happening. You do not need a CEO. You need to go to school. You know, we will not give up. She made clear that she is undeterred and will continue to walk and speak out against the social ills. I am encouraged. Thanks. I will continue to walk. I will continue to talk. Because what I'm doing, I know it's not wrong. And we love our country. All of us, we love our country. So we have to do our civic duty. Yeah, we have to stand up and fight for our country. And the way we go in fighting for our country, that's the good way. And they want to shut us up. They want to intimidate us. What happened to me, like I said, unfortunate. I am not scared. Yes. Me and Almighty God. I'm led by Almighty God. <laughs> Eldika John of Salisbury. Meantime, lead peace worker Atherton Mate has extended an open invitation to the police command of Dominica to engage in discussions before the 25th Walk for Justice, Peace and Democracy, which takes place next week. Atherton Mate, speaking with Q95 this morning, made the announcement that there is a greater need to have the police officers themselves understand why the citizens are standing against the social ills. You know, we're the workers. Let the workers and the police meet. Not the commission, uh, not Valerie, not, not the senior police officers. These guys are almost a lost cause. But the rank and file of the police force, we will want to invite them to meet with us before the 25th walk. So we can have a chance to say to them, my brothers, here's why we walk. It has nothing to do with challenging you. It has everything to do with bettering Dominica, of which you are a part. So come along, come along. We would want to see us get to the point where the rank and file through their police welfare association maybe could even make a, a case to the officers of police force and say, hey guys, what are we doing? 
Why don't we provide these people with security? Why, why don't we engage with them? So we need to save the young officers. So next week, the walk is about reaching out. That thematically is what we want to project into next week. And that is why we want to reach out to the police. Mr. Atherton Mata, individuals must seriously consider their obligation to prepare for at least three to five days of independent survival to make plans for their families' evacuation and shelter and to flee danger when necessary. The entire preparedness of everyone and their capacity to withstand and recover from natural disasters and man-made emergencies depend on community safety and individual preparedness. Communications Assistant and Team Leader for Community Engagement of IOM, Maxine Aling Esprit, emphasizes the value of communal readiness in addition to individual preparedness for disasters. We try to encourage people to look beyond just also your individual preparedness and look to community preparedness. And when we talk about community preparedness, let's think of what our communities, let, let's think of some of the people in the communities that might need a little help. Right, you have people who are elderly. You may have a neighbor who is an, a single elderly person. And think about in the event of a disaster, who would help that person? You know, maybe you might be the one that, that, that their life might depend on. And in times of emergency, we're talking about life-saving assistance. Um, we're not talking about being nice to people. We're talking about helping to save people's lives, right? Um, there may be somebody who is hearing impaired. She asked that in the wake of Hurricane Maria, how can we encourage people to be prepared in their communities? She said one of the primary areas of advocacy of the IOMM is for migrants, so locals must consider who are some of the vulnerable people in the community who might benefit from someone reaching out and helping them in some way. We, as the International Organization for Migration, uh, one of our key um, points of advocacy is for migrants. And so you may say, well, okay, how does that play into disaster preparedness? Well, one of the things that we saw, for instance, again with Maria, was that after the hurricane warnings were out and everybody was packing up their stuff, but you had migrant workers who were still continuing with their work because they didn't realize what was happening. Um, you may have Creole speakers, Haitian Creole speakers, you may have Spanish speakers, you may have even of the Indian workers who work on, on some of the East Indian workers who may not be tapped into the usual, they may not be, be listening to the radio, but are these people, are their lives worth saving as well? You know, so we want to encourage people to not only be individually prepared and family prepared, but also community prepared and to ask yourself, who are some of the vulnerable people in the community that might benefit from you reaching out and helping them in some kind of way? Maxine Allen Esprit of the IOM. The Dominica Football Association President Cups Championship ended in a huge way when Valvoline Reunited defeated RC Doctors four goals to zero at the Stock Farm Complex. Roosevelt Coppel founds the back of the nets twice for We United, with Trey Douglas and Michael Gasper getting one each. The match between bombers and police scheduled for the Benjamin Park did not take place. In more local news, acting commercial manager at Domlek Salash Aaron says the fuel surcharge has been declining steadily and customers can rest assured that they will witness a notable reduction in their electricity bills this month. She gave a breakdown while speaking on Domlek's Power Talk program recently. From June, the fuel surcharge was 72.65 cents. 
to July, it went down to 71.45 cents. So that's a drop of one cent, 1.2 cents. August, it dropped down to 66.87 cents. That's a 4.58 cent drop. And now for September, it is 53.51 cents. That is a 13.36 cents drop in the fuel surcharge for the month of September. So this is really good news for all our customers since the fuel will have an impact on their price for what we will pay for electricity. So the drop for September, coupled with the fact that September is a 30-day billing cycle, consumers will actively see a very big drop in their electricity bills for the month. Likewise, for our pay-as-you-go customers, they will get this one-time immediate effect. Like we said before, for our domestic customers, the threshold has increased from 100 units to 150 units, where they will not pay any VAT on their electricity. And for all our customer classes, there will be no VAT applied to the fuel surcharge. So customers will definitely see this month a big reduction in their bills. Acting Commercial Manager at Domlex Salash Aaron. According to Mrs. Delia Coffee Weeks, Vice President of the Dominica Public Service Union, the spirit of the unions is currently somewhat muted, which prevents young people who are just entering the workforce from hearing a voice of maturity speaking to them, teaching them, showing them the ropes, and also helping them to understand their rights and responsibilities to themselves and to their employers. She was speaking on the DPSU program on Q95 last night. The spirit of the union is a little bit stifled now. And so our young people who are now entering the workforce, they haven't got that voice of maturity to speak to them, to teach them the ropes, and to help them to understand these are your rights, these are your responsibilities, these are the responsibilities of your employer. And it's not all bad. You have taken a job because you want to earn a living. Your employer has employed you and they expect a certain quality of service from you. Once you've given your word, your word is your bond. And of course, you should go there and put your best foot forward so that your employer feels justified in employing you. But then you also need to know if you are being shortchanged. And you need to know how to handle these incidents if and when they arise. But if you have no voice of maturity to speak sense into you, you may blow off the handle. Your right may pass for your wrong because you may have been upset at how somebody spoke to you when you were already having a bad day and it may be blown out of proportion. We have heard the situations where People have gotten physical, people have gotten aggressive in a workplace, and you wonder why. But the young people must understand that you're not just existing. You get up every day, you go to work, you pick up your salary at the end of the month or at the end of the fortnight, and then you spend it on whatever it is. The next year you're looking for it, you're planning to live your life while you're young. Hopefully, if you make it to middle age and so on, then you will tone down. DPSU Vice President Delia Coffee Weeks and Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt announces a special facility of $1 million will be made available to Grand Bay to help farmers focus heavily on agriculture. He was speaking at the Memorial Mass for the late MP of Grand Bay, Edward Regis, last night. Mrs. Skerritt said one of the things that was high on Regis's agenda was agriculture. Grow more in the Grand Bay constituency and to ensure that we can not only feed ourselves but to 
provide to the nation. And so I'm saying to the power rep and the farmers of, of Grand Bay that, that a special facility of $1 million will be made available to Grand Bay to provide to farmers to rear more pigs and, and, and more chicken and have more eggs in the community and, and to ensure that we can, we can supply the abattoir and ensure that Dominicans can eat more of what we, we produce in Dominica so that we can reduce on the food import bill and keep more money in our pockets in Dominica. Prime Minister Roosevelt Skerritt. Meantime, Catholic priest Father Branca John said Regis is remembered in a positive light for all that he did and aspired to bring to that community. For the community, even before he was parliamentary representative, and worked very hard before he became parliament. And so we're remembering those things and we're remembering him. We are remembering the good that he strived to do and we keep that in focus. We remember all the plans and the projects that he wanted to accomplish for this area and his plans and projects. So the feasible ones, those that we can implement, we must try to implement. We mustn't put them in a cabinet somewhere and forget them. No. If they are feasible, we should try to accomplish them. We don't just block people out of our memory just because they've died. No. Especially if that person or those persons did good things for the community. We always have to remember them. And Ed was one such person. So that is another reason why we are here tonight. To remember Ed. And to remember what he wanted to accomplish for this community. Father John added that the memorial mass was also to serve as a reminder to do the things which must be done to stay healthy. Those persons did good things for the community. We always have to remember them. And Ed was one such person. So that is another reason why I remember last year at the funeral... I challenged us to eat right, to exercise, and to visit the doctor at least once a year. One year later, at memorial tonight, is a reminder of the importance of doing these things. We must not forget to do those things. So now is a good time to ask ourselves, how are we doing with that? Are we eating right? Are we exercising? Are we checking our doctor at least once a year? NCDs, non-communicable diseases, is a problem in Dominica. It's a problem. It's a serious problem. And it's worse because our population is small. We cannot afford to lose young, vibrant people. We cannot. We don't have the population to sustain this. So we have to do what we must to stay healthy as a nation. In other news, an American woman was killed in a shock attack while snorkeling with her family in the Bahamas Tuesday afternoon, authorities say. A family of five from the Lake Erie area of Pennsylvania were on a snorkeling tour in the waters northwest of Rose Island when one of them, a 58-year-old woman, was attacked by a bull shark shortly before 3 p.m. local time, according to the Royal Bahamas Police Force. Caroline was a powerful presence of kindness and friendship to colleagues, students, and the wider community, and cherished many family ties to Gannon, the university said in a statement. The news is devastating, and she will be missed. De Placido, a 1986 graduate of the university, is survived by her husband and three children, according to the school statement. 
And an intense heat wave in California is putting a strain on the state's power grid and fueling nine major wildfires across the state. The heat is forcing residents to conserve a fire in order to prevent rolling blackouts. Carter Evans reports that several communities are under threat. In the Fairview fire you can see behind me is exploding in all directions. 7,000 acres so far. The cause is unclear, but a utility company did say it had trouble with equipment in the area around the time the fire started. With planes and helicopters swooping in, the smoke-filled skies above Southern California look like a combat zone. There's the giant Sikorsky with a big water drop right on target there, right on those flames. Behind me, a pink line of fire retardant designed to keep these flames from burning down this ranch. About 80 miles southeast of Los Angeles, fire crews are racing around the clock to prevent the Fairview fire from turning deadly again. Two people already died trying to escape the flames. More than a thousand homes are still under evacuation. As the flames burned through his neighborhood, Chris Young raced to gather belongings. That's when the sheriff started coming through saying, you've got minutes, two to five minutes, get out now. It gives you goosebumps. I got them right now just thinking about it. In Big Bear Lake, the Radford fire has now exploded to almost 1,000 acres. An unrelenting heat wave of triple-digit temperatures is helping fuel the nine major fires burning through thousands of acres of bone-dry brush across California. There's basically no moisture in the vegetation, so we're seeing the fire just having exponential fire growth. But it's not just fires. The scorching heat is draining the power grid. The panic over record-breaking demand caused at least one utility to mistakenly cut power in several cities. But widespread blackouts are still a threat. We're dealing not just with heat, but drought. And so it's the combination of all of these things stacking up in the unprecedented nature uh, that puts us in this position. The governor is promising upgrades to the state's energy infrastructure, including new energy reserves of 4,000 megawatts. That is enough to power 3.6 million homes, but it won't be available till 2024. And that's the midday news, but first a recap of the headlines. Pastor Rodney opines that the police chief must look into the behavior permeating his organization in light of reports that an officer assaulted and obstructed another officer executing a warrant to search his property. A 58-year-old American woman from the Lake Erie area of Pennsylvania was killed in a shock attack while snorkeling with her family of five in the waters northwest of Rose Island in the Bahamas. And record intense heat in California is putting a strain on the state's power grid, fueling nine major wildfires across the state and forcing residents to conserve electricity in order to prevent rolling blackouts. The news is brought to you compliments Courts Dominica Limited and Discover Dominica Authority. I am Kimberly Benjamin.